Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hello everyone. Hi lovelies. Welcome back to another episode. Of Wine Down. I've never done that before. I think it's a bit weird, but we'll run with it. (laughs) Just go with it, it's fine. (laughs) How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I feel like I'm much better than last week. I've got my... I've had my positive pants on. Oh, I have had my negative Nancy pants on, so... Oh, no. Or your underwear. Do I dare ask how you have been? Um, she opened the wine. <laughs> Let's go for it and then we'll dive in. <laughs> um, so, what were you drinking this week, Scotty? We are drinking a wine called Seventeen Trees. It's a Pinot Grigio. Did we have a um, Pinot last week, or was that no, last week before? I think we had a serving on last week. Yeah. Um, it's from Australia. It's light, crispy, crisp and lively. Oh, just like us. <laughs> of course. Not. Um, a great thing about this wine is that for every six bottles that's sold, they plant a tree. Well, let's get drinking then. <laughs> <laughs> all the, all the, the planet, everyone. <laughs> you get six bottles of wine. Also, it's <laughs> vegan as well, which is pretty cool. Because, you know, not all wines are vegan. Did you know that's I don't understand that. Because I think they filter it with, like, fish gut. Or scales. Not gut, scales. I'm sorry, they, they filter wine with fish. Fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hang on, let me look it up. You do. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I mean, it's not going to change my mind on it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I actually never knew that. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. They use fish stuff, so that's why it's wine vegan. Let's see what Peter have got to say. Oh, I just genuinely never knew that. Yeah, and beer. Yeah, but luckily I don't drink beer, but... <laughs> yeah, no, you, yeah. Yeah. They use fish oh. stuff. Okay, you learn something new every day, everyone. Yep, welcome to an educational podcast. Who would have thought? <laughs> Lessons of video. Only. <laughs> <laughs> Right, should we take the first sip? Oh yeah, we haven't actually drunk it yet. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's nice. It is nice. I mean, it's a tenner from Waitrose, it better be nice. Good old Waitrose, give us <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> what, like, sadly not giving us the good stuff? I mean, I wish they would give us good stuff. <laughs> We're buying the good stuff. God, I'd love to be, like, sponsored by Waitrose, that would just be the dream. That, I mean, I wish my life was sponsored by Waitrose. <laughs> <laughs> I went in today and they had these little like marshmallow things, but they were like fancy ones and they had like a flavour on it and I was so tempted to buy it. It's only Waitrose that would do fancy marshmallows. Mm. I felt they wouldn't be as like sugary and that sickly sweet. I felt they'd be quite easy to like have more than a few. No, it's like a couple of packs kind of job. Yeah. (laughs) It's nearly December. That's definitely the vibe. It is nearly December. It is nearly Uh festive period everyone and it's going to be the most unfestive yet <laughs> thanks to Man- matt hancock cocking it up once again oh my god i mean where do we even start to talk about this did you see boris at the meeting what whether they do prime minister's questions whatever it is the announcement in parliament and boris was sat on the bench and he honestly looked like he just came home from a night out he looked shattered <laughs> i mean that, i think we said it but me and you have had the conversations before, like, we feel sorry for him. But, like, present yourself in a certain way, Boris. The whole nation's watching you. Yeah, you know, like, sit up straight, brush your hair, all the things you probably learned at Eton, you know. Yeah. I want to put that education to use. <laughs> just sitting there like a scruffy old lad. <laughs> Literally, he looked like he was in the smoking area. Like, he just was not presenting himself well. God, it's just... it. It just boggles my mind, this whole tier system thing, because it just makes no sense whatsoever. Literally. So we can go to a football game, probably together, probably not, but we can't go and have an Ando's together. Yeah. I can go out to a 2,000-person event outside, a 1,000-person event inside, but I can't have any more any person in my house. It's just... I, it, <laughs> It just makes no sense. Like, I just don't understand. 
I, I'd really like to understand like the logic behind that because I don't understand how that works because surely a thousand people inside an event is the same as having like 200 people in a restaurant yeah you know from mixed because you don't have a thousand people from the same family in one event space so I just I don't get it and I just find I like I think it's really unfair on bars and pubs that don't serve food um because obviously mm. like I was saying to someone earlier is that when you go out to a bar or a pub you sit and you drink so why yeah. is it if you've got a meal in front of you different I don't know like if it was a stand-up bar or, or yeah. something like that kind of get it but everyone goes out and sits at a table and drinks I guess maybe they don't want to encourage like people getting pissed so then they're going to be more forgetting like, surely everyone's just going to be going out and ordering a meal I mean spoons food absolutely yeah but then i don't i i think i'm still not getting this even i read it loads so we still can't meet up in a pub yeah if we sit outside and have a substantial meal we still can't meet up or can we think so so if we would sit in the pub garden and have a roast outside that would be okay well yeah i think so and actually i mean in all honesty no one ever checks like i've not been anywhere that someone has checked that I live with whoever, whoever you're with. with. That's true. That is like, very true. Because no I guess also now in like cities and stuff, so people live together and like flat shares and stuff, that you would be in a bubble. Yeah, exactly. And like you don't know who's a couple, who's brother and sister, who's like who's what. Like you don't know yeah, people's relations. True. And yeah, that's true. at the end of the day, this year's been so turbulent for so many um companies that they're not going to turn away money. That's very true. So, like, say you, me, and Gabriel showed up to a restaurant. You know, we could be in a three-way relationship, and they don't know. We totally could. I mean, we kind of are, but we kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they don't know that. Yeah, it's so true. It's just, I think everyone is obviously just doing their own thing. To be honest, I think they mm. can put these rules and regulations out there, but everyone's just had enough. Yeah, obviously we're not encouraging people to break the law because that's what yeah. <laughs> Please, we don't do please that. be sensible. <laughs> please be sensible and abide by Boris's rules. <laughs> yeah, if you can. <laughs> but, yeah. Should we crack on with the news stories of the week? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so, first story... Oh, no, before we do that, no. strictly... That's cra- oh yeah, sorry, I thought that's what you meant with when you went in the story. Yeah. Still getting used to this thing. <laughs> what is the layout? What is the plan? Who knows? <laughs> like Maisie in the bottom again. I know, bless her. Like, I've read this piece, oh I didn't read it, I saw the headline. <laughs> it was like, Maisie being the bottom two just shows like how much we don't like confident, strong women. Which I hadn't even thought of it like that, but actually, I mean... Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. And it, it, I guess it actually makes total sense. Yeah, because she's... But I don't think she's that, like... She's never cocky about it, I don't think. I wouldn't say that she was very... Um, like, on TikTok and that, obviously. But again, that's TikTok. You play up to the camera. That's what the whole entire app's about. Mm. Uh, on Strictly, I don't think there's been one instance where I've been like, oh, my God, she's so full of herself. Or Yeah, or, like, such a diva. Yeah. Like, I don't... I mean, I don't think overconfidence is a thing anyway. But yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get what it is. I, don't, I think it's a generational thing. Mm, um, that is true. In terms, because of like, obviously last year you had Emma Barton on it, who's obviously still is in EastEnders as well, mm-hmm. um, and plays Honey in the, sh- in the show. And people loved her. She got to the finale. Yeah, she uh, did. She wasn't that great something with Maisie isn't obviously connecting and the only thing I can really think that it's down to it is an age thing or it could be what you said. But then Harvey hasn't been in the bottom two and he's even younger. I mean I must admit this week I I actually did prefer her I think I actually preferred her performance last week. Really? Yeah something about this week I just didn't I mean, I think even though I didn't enjoy the performance, I still can see that she's a great dancer. And I just, I don't know, I just don't get the public. Something's not clicking. 
And I felt like the judges are very resistant to like giving her a good score. I don't know why. Oh, I don't know. It's hard because I think what was really nice was when she was in the dance off, Craig gave her some really nice advice and like yeah. it actually felt like he meant it. Like he wasn't yeah. just saying it to say it. But I think that's the thing with Craig. I think he appreciates talent and I think he can see that Maisie's talented. And it was kind of like when he said that, I was like, so you're voting for Maisie then, Craig? Because yeah. you basically said it. The way he was. And I feel like there may be, like when I said this last week, or I just said this to my mum loads of times, but like maybe they're trying to, with Maisie, make her have like a journey. Yeah, I think, yeah. And do you know what, actually, I, I, the more that we talk about it, I actually can really see that. Yeah. It's almost because like, like you said about Alicia Dixon being yeah. in the bottom two and then going to win it. That's so true. Hmm. Be interesting to see how it plays out now, I think. Now that yeah. my absolutely beautiful Caroline's gone. Oh, my Johannes. Um, I mean, I'm actually gutted he's gone. Like, actually, like, distraught. That is the worst bit of 2020. I feel like we both knew it was coming last week, though, didn't we? We said it in the podcast, but we didn't want to voice it. But I it know. Was, it was their end. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm actually so happy they ended on the performance they did because they look like they were both having so much fun. Right. Not going to lie. Didn't like it. Oh, my God. God, Lydia. <laughs> Didn't like it. It was weird. I'm sorry. I think it was just so comedic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the thing. It's, that's not, to me, that's not dancing. That was like, a, that would be amazing on like a stage show. Yeah. But that is, this is a ballroom. And also, if that was a bit of a point here, but if that was a woman, and if the roles were reversed, and he was the one doing all that, that weird, like, lectury stuff, everyone would be like, what the hell? That's really uncomfortable. True. Very good point. I know, but I just didn't enjoy that much. I think what I found, and like I often say this when I'm watching it, is that they've tried to almost um, modernise it a bit too much. Like I like it when they do dances that have like the authentic music that's meant to go with those style dances. Like mm. when. Um, Oh, I can't remember his name. When Luba and her celebrity partner. Oh, well, uh, they did the Star Wars one. The Pasadoble to Star Wars. <laughs> Not even like a song from Star Wars. It was a theme tune from Star Wars. And yeah. it's like, like, props to her for doing Try. that. But, like, no. Yeah, it just doesn't no. work. It doesn't, like, they're trying to, yeah, I get what you mean. They're trying to make it. Just, yeah, whereas, like, it's, I don't know if it's them like trying to attract a younger audience or whatever, but it's, I just I don't really enjoy that. Um, I appreciate it. Like any front, so yeah. You know. Whereas then you have like Ranveer and Giovanni, who does that amazing fine tango. It was. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was good. Oh, I just loved it. Like, oh, just it was really it. good. Yeah, she's become, I think she's becoming my new favorite. I think if she won, like, I don't think she'll get to the final, but I reckon she could come close. Yeah, I think, I can imagine her, like, top four. Yeah. So semi-final. We'll just have to see how it goes. Be very interested <laughs> in that, I think. Yeah, because now it's, like... so close. Well, apart from, what's-his-face, the um, soldier. JJ. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, all the older population, like, oh, he's a soldier, let's keep him in. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, because my mum always like tears up, and I'm like, he's not good. Like, what are you about? <laughs> are we watching the same thing? <laughs> Literally, I do say that sometimes. <laughs> oh, bless her. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's park strictly and should we move on to our yes. news stories or topics of the week. Let's do it. I can't get enough of this wine. It's so nice. Yeah, gulping it down and so it's like, very easy to drink <laughs> um so our first story of today is all about we don't know if, if you've seen it or not it's mainly been like a twitter sort of thing yeah uh, sorry. um the there's an lgbt plus um magazine that basically is known for basically being on sale um, and distributed amongst Soho and London areas. Um, it's called Boys Magazine. I've and never heard of it before this. I, I hadn't either, to be honest. Um, but apparently it's meant to be major. <laughs> um, 
but basically they did a webinar last night was it i think so and they've just been like resharing stuff as well but yeah from um <laughs> an anti-trans group and so basically the um, boys magazine did a webinar with them and everyone on twitter from celebs um drag queens uh literally basically everyone just erupted and was like what are you doing because you're an lgbt plus magazine and you're literally publicizing this group which is against one of the most targeted groups in the country yeah and the magazine basically came back and was like um don't be against debates it's healthy to have debates and everyone's sort of like no hun mm. it's not that's not what this yeah. is about you're promoting an anti-trans group and non-binary people when you have a massive platform that's meant to be like encouraging and encompassing of all you know gender sexualities yeah then to do that is with that massive platform and it's had a major backlash on them because um pride london and a number of other places like that stopped it won't be stocking it anymore won't be working with them like they've lost a lot of their main alliances as such or like people they worked with yeah money from um mm. because of this which has been a very quick turnaround but probably correct to do i mean it's just like the whole situation just makes me a bit speechless like yeah i, I mean fully do not get it like mm. It's like what we were saying last week with that, like Harry Styles, like wearing dress, like how does someone being trans, like how can you not be for everyone's rights? I just... Oh my God, absolutely. Like how, how does it make any impact on your life? Mm. It doesn't. What someone else does. Yeah. Unless it's hurting you, but how does someone being trans hurt you? It doesn't. Exactly. And, and I think it's such an important issue mm. and it, it's, people need to be educated about it. Yeah. Because, like, we were talking earlier, and you had actually a really nice tweet from, was it Bag oh, yeah. of Chips? Yeah, you know, I didn't have it. I found it. <laughs> unfortunately, Bag of Bagger did not tweet me, unfortunately. <laughs> if, only. Just, if only. I wish. And she had said, just remember, without the T, the L, G, and B would not have the freedoms they have today. And that is the T. And it really is the T, honey. And it really is. Because it's, like, the same with, like, I think feminism and stuff, it's, like, intersectionality it's like none of us are free until we're all free so if you're just doing like practicing white rich feminism that doesn't include everyone else then we're not it's just not it hasn't worked because that's yeah. just you know helping yourself out really i mean I, shame on boys for promoting that and giving that group of individuals yeah. a platform yeah even like, i think I mean, I do understand, like, I, I get the idea of having a debate about things that people don't agree on, but I think fundamental issues of the rights of every human being, even if, like, trans people included in that, that I don't think should be up for debate. No, like, it shouldn't be a thing, even though it is a thing, it shouldn't be a thing, it should just be yeah. a natural, yeah, just a natural, a natural thing, like, it yeah. shouldn't be up for debate, like, what, there's nothing to debate about mm. it. I mean, it... was that the focus of the debate, or are they just because I think it's to do with like sex teaching in school or something, maybe? Yeah, but the group was... in it as a whole is just anti trans. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I think they were having like a webinar on, I think, like a range of issues, maybe. And yeah, like, I think it was oh, like, okay. that, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it was just the fact that this LGBT plus magazine that has been around for, I think, um, I want to say 20 years, I might be wrong, maybe 10. I read it somewhere, but I can't remember where it was. Um, yeah, they were founded in 1991, the magazine. Yeah. And, wow. like, for you to be around that long and to be partners and stocked in these iconic LGBT places in London, to mm. then even, like I said, give this group a platform and to get them out there, it's just... It's, a, it's really annoying. <laughs> like, because, really like, annoying. how surely you know trans people? Like, surely their editors and their staff will, like, will be connected to trans people, like, through their community. And they're like, how can you do that people you know? 
Yeah. Even if you're not thinking about your readers, you're just like, my friends, but my mm. family, like, how could you, I don't know, betray sounds quite a strong word, but maybe that is the right word. No, yeah, I think that is a, I think that is a perfect word, to be honest. Um, but obviously, and what is it also interesting is that we both obviously looked it up just to get the full story, and the only place that's published it is Pink News. Like, yeah. no other media organisations have commented on it. And it's just really interesting that it's only being kind of kept in the LGBTQ world. It's not being, not that the, the whole world isn't LGBTQ world, but you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. It's, I mean, like, even like, I, I haven't obviously looked it up properly, but like, has like Gay Times written about it? Or like, has Attitude written? I mean, Attitude probably wouldn't write about that, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, these LGBT publications are what LGBT young people and even generations need and look at and they're such good educational tools for people mm. and there's not many of them out there yeah. so to see one of them now basically get taken away it's it's just like okay that's another one gone mm. I want to do a little print again yeah I think it'd be very interesting to see how it plays out really like after today. Today. Yeah. yeah very interesting but yeah. Oh, it just pisses me off. It really does. On that note, I'm going to take a big swig of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Down it. Oh. So, should we move on to our next topic? We shall indeed. We're going to talk about Meghan Markle's piece in the New York Times, um, where she discussed her miscarriage that she unfortunately had in the summer. I, th- um, I think it's reading it, I, my heart just dropped. I mean, to be fair, I'm a really bad journalist, but I haven't actually read it. I, I mean, I, couldn't, I didn't read it all because it was just as I was starting work. And I read the first, like, half of the article. But even, like, the first, like, paragraph of it, she says how it was just like a... This isn't me reading it, by the way. It's just me summarising what's talking about. You're paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it was just like a normal day. She got up, done her, like, usual ritual kind of thing took her um, vitamins and she went up to get Archie and as she picked him up she felt a cramp in her stomach and they both fell to the floor um, and she was like at that moment as I picked up my firstborn um, I realised I was losing my second and she was like I we as we sat on the floor together and I cradled him I sung us both a lullaby to make, make us feel better yeah. I mean, it's it, I was like, so oh. sad. It's so sad. Like, your heart goes out to anyone that's had that experience. It's like, I can't imagine it. Um, because I haven't had one. Um, so, I mean, it's just, I mean, I can't have one. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> just a technical biology lesson there. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know. No. <laughs> um, I, th- I think it's just, I find it sad that, that, I mean, I get it. But I find it sad that she she had to wait this period of time to talk about it. But she actually said as well in there that she couldn't talk about it until she was ready. And I think that is such a good point. And I think that has probably yeah. helped a lot of people, her raising that point. Of yeah. that when you go through trauma, you don't necessarily have to talk about it then and there. You talk about it when you're ready to talk about yeah. it. Um, and, I, and I found myself being a bit judgy in my head. I was like, oh. I mean, it's still a bit soon, isn't it? And then I was like, hang on, no. Like, that's what she wants to do. Like, yeah. that's what's going to help her get through it, like, feel better, get some measure of healing by getting out and telling the world. I mm. mean, I don't know if that's what I would do, but if that's what makes her happy or, like, makes her feel a bit better about sharing it, then, you know, props to her. That's what's going to make her feel better. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, in wake of that, I think that, like, some celebs have come forward or stories have been highlighted more like Sam Quakes, um, Gemma Collins, who I, I never knew that she had, was it three miscarriages? Yeah, I mean, I think I knew a bit about Gemma's fertility struggles, but I didn't, I think she had another miscarriage like recently or yeah, something like that. I think it was, um, I think it actually might have been around the same time as Megan's in the summer. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I never knew about that. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just, it's sad that it takes something like this to give people the push to open up. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
yeah people can't just feel with that freedom of being able to voice that mm. and I think I mean I think maybe because I just listen to so many like I read so many women's magazines and listen to so many podcasts I'm like miscarriage is something we talk about mm-hmm. but maybe it really isn't because I think I'm obviously in a very like specific sphere of like culture and friends that I talk to about everything yeah and that maybe yeah we do need more people like Megan to kind of put it on a like a big stage to be like this yeah. is what happens and it's fucking shit yeah I think yeah and I think that you've made like a really good point it's just giving it that stage and the platform mm. and allowing people to who have unfortunately gone through that to reflect on themselves and like their experience mm. as well yeah I mean obviously it's probably very triggering for people that have gone through it the Premier yeah. League were like I'm just gonna push it down and not think about it to them see it on like the front pages mm-hmm. like that must be hard for them as well yeah but I mean and also she got a lot of like hate for it which I just don't understand how you can get you can hate someone I, <laughs> why like what how how is that an excuse <laughs> to dislike someone or to yeah. voice your disgust with someone or whatever like I don't yeah. get it <laughs> I mean I saw this tweet which I can't remember who said it um, but they were like Meghan Markle probably won't see your mean tweets but your friends that have miscarriages will do and I think that you know says it all that okay forget celebs how are you treating your friends like how are you checking in on them how you, like the stuff you say on like Twitter or like, Instagram that is still reflective of you as a person oh my god yeah and like if I had a friend that was like spamming Megan with like hate tweets I'd be like right let's like cut this friendship off because just because you you might support me in my own problems if you're not going to support other women that sort of thing Mm -hmm. what sort of person are you yeah I think it just it says a lot about other people and I think when things like this happen I think you do learn about um the way other people will respond to it Mm. and there's a lot yeah, unfortunately, it's not always nice. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. So now we're going to move on to the next topic, um, which just kind of happened in the last 24 hours, which is Zara McDermott from Maine, Chelsea, and Love Island, talking about her weight loss. Um, so I posted a picture on her Instagram story last night of her in a bikini looking lovely, saying, Me in June 2019, and then did a picture saying, Me now, which is her looking very skinny and tall. Um, and then she also accompanied it with some pictures of her in a bikini and gym wear saying almost three stone down can't believe how far I have come that the first pick of me was a girl who never exercised and ate whatever she wanted she wasn't unhappy or insecure about her weight but she knew she needed to start exercising eating more fruits and veggies and making changes in order to be healthier Um, and then it didn't go down well at all on twitter and um, people were saying it made them feel sick. It's not inspiring. It's sad. It's promoting unhealthy body image, um, and it's just not a positive message to be sending out to her like thousands and thousands of followers. And then on Instagram this morning, she posted two stories. I know I sip my wine because I've been talking for a while. <laughs> Hydrate yourself, love. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and back here we go. <laughs> so Zara said this morning, so I've just woken up to a few messages saying I'm getting abuse online about my weight loss. I never actually saw any abuse because I don't have Twitter. I think it's the most vile and toxic place on the internet. But anyway, I'm trending on Twitter. So I just had a look and I want to make something very clear. I think it's entirely unfair to call me anorexic. In my opinion, it's the same as calling someone morbidly obese. That's a serious accusation of an eating disorder that I do not have. I understand that anyone recovering from an eating disorder, any post about weight loss could be triggering. But my journey has been done incredibly healthily. I've always been quite tall and naturally slim. When I was a teen, I struggled to put on weight. I was eating a huge amount back in 2019. I, I'm talking probably 3,000 calories a day. I was a size 10, which is not an unhealthy weight at all. But for my body type, height, and the fact that I've always had a fast metabolism, always been naturally petite, it was a huge change. However, Everyone's body types are different, and I respect that. But I cannot be made to feel bad about my body, natural body type. I have natu- naturally really long legs and a small waist. When I lost body fat, it accentuated that, of course. I wear a completely healthy BMI. I'm not apologise for eating healthier. Making wise choices and exercising four times a week. 
it frustrates me because this this has been a long journey for me changing my relationship with food to be a more positive one being more mindful finding ex- motivation to exercise when at times i wanted to give up it has taken 18 months to get where I, to where i am now that's a long time i haven't dropped three stone overnight i've done it slowly and healthily but it's been a positive change for the better i have so much more muscle now i can lift heavy weights i feel happier and healthier but most importantly i feel good on the inside which means i will live a longer and healthier life god <laughs> i mean a lot. i feel like i've got so many points from that like <laughs> i know i mean should we discuss the first let's discuss like her original post yeah i feel like we're gonna need <laughs> to break this down okay so the first post um when she said, you know, like, oh my God, like it's taken me three, I'm three stone down. I can't believe how far I've come. And I think what, I think, you know, celebrate, if that's what makes you happy, you know, celebrate your achievements. Yeah. I don't know, actually, no, I'm going to turn that back because achievements is the wrong word, I think. It's, it's an achievement for her. Yeah. Um, but some of the comments that were made about it, I kind of understand. What, like, where um, her mindset was coming from? Like, I, I fully get, like, and it's hard because I went through a stage of losing loads of weight. Like, I lost, like, five stone at one point. Oh, my God. Was I then happy? Absolutely not. Oh. If anything, I was, I was worse. Like, my mental health was in a worse state because I was transfixed on staying how I looked. Like, I couldn't mm. eat more than what I should eat, or do you know what I mean? Like, I became obsessed with working out and everything like that. Like, so that actually backfired for me. For other people, it works. And you mm. do. Um, I just think I get the point of she has so many followers and she is an influential pe- person to people mm. that it's, it's that ongoing argument, isn't it? Of, is she preaching the whole idea of like losing weight and looking a certain way or mm. is it just that she's she's happy and she's proud of how well she's done mm. like, there's always going to be that those like two conflicts to it do you know what i mean like yeah i think uh, we've spoken about this before a bit of like how you take instagram if you're like just scrolling through and you're like okay cool good for zara well done i'm gonna move on to the next thing yeah but obviously that's not the case everyone's mindset and there will be people that see that that will trigger them or not even necessarily trigger them just maybe you know more to be like oh well i'm a size 10 like should i be losing weight yeah which is ridiculous because do whatever makes you happy mm-hmm. but again even what makes you happy is such a because you know zara was saying i was a size 10 and i was eating badly and not exercising but she didn't say actually she didn't even say eating badly she says i was eating whatever i wanted yeah which is really nice to hear because mm-hmm. no one ever says that and it would have been lovely i think if she'd just been like this is me i've been eating whatever i wanted i've been maybe doing a bit more exercise for my health yeah and, and i think you know, <clears throat> i think like in the i don't know like it's hard because it's so hard i i, I get it like, i i would I look at posts sometimes and I see people um, post like weight loss pics and like, I, I do reflect on myself a little bit, but then I think I've got to that point of like being comfortable with myself that I don't let it affect me anymore. Yeah. That you have like a few, a few minutes and you're like, actually, yeah. no, like, come on, let's remember who I am. Yeah. Sort exactly. of yeah. thing. I, I, I think it's, it is hard. Like I think there's just so many sides to it. Mm. And I mean, like, I don't think anyone should then be like trolling Zara. No, like, she doesn't story. deserve that like she posted that like i don't i, I mean i don't know her but <laughs> i she i don't think she would have posted that maliciously to be like all you fat people out there need to lose weight <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah. I don't maliciously set out to do that she's yeah done that because she's lost weight she's happy with how she looks that's yeah. it like that is it yeah but, um but then I think she does have to realise what platform she has. It's different to like, yeah. you know, I mean, you've got a thousand followers. I do not have that many. You know, <laughs> someone who is only posting to their family and friends. I think it's a very different, you know, setup. Yeah. You're like, you're not just posting to a few hundred or whatever. You're posting to, she 
probably got like over a million or what yeah and then it obviously thousand. goes into the papers so even if people don't follow her are then gonna see it yeah so it's a wider reach she's got and even posting in front of your friends and family you could trigger people mm-hmm. but it's a different thing when you're like my friends and family who know my story who know my like struggle or like my worries and that sort of thing they can understand it and be supportive or you know yeah and i think another point that i really like in the paragraph that she put up this morning mm. uh, when she said about how she done it naturally mm. um i mean i'm i'm obviously there for that when you have the likes of other celebrities i don't know if i do dare name them or not <laughs> and let's just um, say um reality tv stars yeah um and you know the type people scraping for the limelight <laughs> who post and promote really 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 unhealthy ways of dieting mm. um, be it through injections supplements um tablets tea, do- detox teas yeah like it, that i think is just so toxic and mm the celebrities that do do that they know what they are doing mm-hmm. and they're doing it at the end of the day it's all for ads it's all for yeah. getting money like yeah if someone came to me and was like will you promote this injection that will make you lose weight <laughs> i would literally I, I don't know what i would say like, them. yeah i'd be like you're having a laugh jog on mate like and also i think a lot of the time they don't even necessarily do the like use the products themselves no so they're not even you know i think well, i don't say i say most of the time like probably all the time they never use the products themselves mm-hmm. so it's such a like, dishonest advertising because then they're not even how can you like sell something to people that you don't i get you want to make your dollar and stuff but like come on hon there's i think like there's just i don't agree with um people accepting money to promote harmful products yeah they have large followings again and they are known as quote marks influential people when they're really (laughs) but do you know what i mean like it's just that really bums my gears and the fact that zara actually said that she'd done it all naturally and i'm like well done hun like you just have to go onto instagram and post about these supplements or these detox teas or anything like that you've done it off your own back without highlighting it on yeah that's very true like she just done this kind of it's almost like a reveal do you know what i mean like yeah but then i think also the idea of a reveal you know in the before and after it's mm-hmm. like that before was still valid and that person was still valid 100 percent. like a size you know whatever size that person is still no you matter, know yeah no matter what you weigh it, you're still a human being you are still valid like Mm. just because you weigh a bit more than someone else or you've got fat in parts that other people might not have that does not change who you are as a person or anything about you yeah like, exactly it just and i think going back to the naturally thing i think that can also still kind of be a bit triggering because i'm i'm not trying to lose weight but i'm trying to eat healthy mm-hmm. i'm trying to you know work out a few t- like four or five times a week and like yeah. gain more muscle and it's hard and even that is a bit like great you've managed to do it naturally and you look amazing mm-hmm. and like i'm trying every like day like lifting weights and stuff and it's like i'm still not getting that like you know that perfect body that i want yeah and i think it's just i think I when know. it comes to working out like like i said before like when i lost loads of weight um you have to i i really do think you have to be in the right mindset to approach mm-hmm. working out um because yeah like you you hear so many people say how much better they feel for it mm. like, i mean it was an, it was a weird time of my life when i started losing weight mm-hmm. um but for me yeah it, it wasn't for me it wasn't good yeah like, and that's, you're right you have to be in that frame of mind yeah. um, to be doing it for the right reasons yeah it's so hard to know what even are the right reasons. Yeah. Like, I, I went over the line of, I guess, healthiness. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Of, like, health, like mental health. Obsession. Yeah. I went into obsession and, um, like, scrutinising myself. And I think, yeah, so you have to be in a healthy position to do that. 
because mm. otherwise you just sort of you cause more damage to yourself yeah and, you do i mean like i mean well done to zara like, I, I don't see the problem with that post to be honest but no. I, again like, I, I can see the problem with it to some people who have had um who had or do have eating disorders or mm. are struggling to lose weight like i do fully see it from both sides of the story yeah and it's just hard because you then don't want to attack a woman for celebrating or celebrating what she thinks is you know a positive mm-hmm. thing in her life no completely um but, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we move on to something a bit more light-hearted um yeah so our little good news before we do like our cute good news is that scotland are making period products free for everyone Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! I, I mean long time coming huh? coming <laughs> Come i mean on. but i mean props to scotland for doing that yeah I, why is not everyone doing that <laughs> i know like people Again, another thing i do not get <laughs> there's a lot of things i don't get <laughs> like it's it's literally an essential like you are literally bleeding from your vagina you need something you need like, fashion like, yeah i just I find it's it not a choice it's not a luxury no. it's a fucking necessity it's not and like it's something you guys are like women ask for no like, unfortunately <laughs> we really like no one wants this no one um but yeah props to scotland well done scotland little round of applause for you little round of applause scotland and now we're going to go to our fun little news of the week. Not that that wasn't fun, but <laughs> this is quite sweet and like, oh. Um, okay. So this is my new good news of the week. So a hundred year old veteran gets 160 birth cards after social media plea. Oh. Yeah, don't cry, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> a 100 year old war veteran says he's absolutely astonished after receiving 106 birthday cards following a social media plea from his carer. Sorry, 160 birthday cards. I've never received that many in my life. I ever will receive that many. No, I don't think I will receive. (laughs) So Harry Fields celebrated his birthday on Saturday in the middle of lockdown. In the middle of lockdown. Sky News, come on guys, I need to get your grandma right. Um, ahead of the celebration, 33-year-old Holly Pearson, who looks after Harry, put a message on next door which is like an app that you can use to like talk to your neighbors right and the message read he's not in great health depressed he's going to be stuck in and lonely can't get to the pub not happy with boris aren't we all hun? um wondering <laughs> if anyone would send a card to show him the good social media can do and make it special i feel so sorry for him a war veteran one of the most humble clever brave people i ever met and then a flurry of cards and cakes were sent to him as a surprise from the local school, the police station, and his childhood football club, Millwall FC. Um, yeah, and it's just like he's ex- he said he was extremely grateful for it, and he remained absolutely astonished that people, like little kids, are making cards for him. And it's not real; it's fantastic. I'm I'm very humbled by it. Oh bless that's so cute there is some kindness in the world guys <laughs> i know well i was trying to look for because there's a thing in america where you can send cards to like elderly people mm. or like, people in care homes and i was trying to look for like a uk version but i just couldn't find one i thought there must be something i feel like this i mean there should be something surely like <laughs> yeah like yeah. a uk or something i think that's so sweet the care actually went out of her way as well to do that for him like to put that announcement out that's very true because like she could have got him a card and like that's been it or yeah. i'm not even got him a card yeah that's really um, true actually i'm oh. glad it's like a lot as well it wasn't just like some like measly Five. or something yeah yeah like we all get on our birthdays <laughs> like for your 100th birthday like oh bless that's, him that's a, that's a big achievement to get to 100 mm. like yeah, and like being in the war and stuff as well, like that's amazing. Oh, I, I love that. I love stories like that. I find it so yeah. like heartwarming. Happy birthday, Harry. Happy birthday, Hazza. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't even met him, already given him a nickname. <laughs> so, Lids, what is your book recommendation of the week? Well, so the book that I wanted to read didn't actually arrive in the post, which is a bit annoying. So I've just been, something I've been reading anyway the last few weeks, just to, it's quite a calming lockdown read, to be honest. So obviously Little Women is iconic. And I read 
so what I didn't realize is that it's actually two books so like I read Little Women in the beginning of lockdown and I got to halfway through like the end of it and so much hadn't happened that I'd seen in the movie and I was like um wait I didn't realize there was two there's two books yeah well it's like I think that Louisa May Alcott must have just like published it like separately so yeah so the film has got like Little Women and Good Wives which is the next bit right um, which so that's what I've been reading now the Good Wives bit so I ordered a new copy that had the Good Wives bit in it from World of Books actually which is really good because you can get cheap secondhand books really good Um, top tip yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I've started using them. That's why my book's taking so long, because even <laughs> though like, it's cheap, it takes a bit of a while to get right. to Um, But, you know, it's really good. It's just comforting. Like, and having sisters, it's very easy to relate to, because, you know, sisters can be a pain in the arse. Yeah, they can be. <laughs> I'll take love you. But, we love them. We love them, but they can be. But it's also just really, like, wholesome. And, you know, it's just, I'm, like, if you don't know, it's a story of four sisters. And their mum, kind of, and just like them growing up and like what they do differently. Mm-hmm. One's so like independent, called Joe, and she's a writer, so I obviously love her. And then <laughs> Amy, Amy is like, Amy wants to be rich, but she's also, she's, the film with Florence Pugh makes Amy like takes her to a whole new level. Like, you have to watch it. It's so good. Do you know what? I feel like Little Women's one of those films that has been on my list since it's came out, come out. But I just, I just never got around to watching it. You need to. It's so Christmassy as well. Oh, is it? It's got like a, it's just got that vibe that you want to have when you're like wintry, like cosy, like with a glass of wine or a hot chocolate, probably a glass of wine. Always a glass of wine. <laughs> Always a glass of wine. But it's like that sort of like wholesome family feel, like in the little cottage, and you just feel like, oh, I want to be like part of your family. Oh, that sounds cute. Okay, do you know what? Now it's got the seal of approval from you. Yeah, I'll, always I'll watch it. I always do actually, it's so true. <laughs> yeah. It's got like that that recent one with um Timothy Chalamet and Florence Pugh, Stella Cast is really good. I was gonna say I mean the cast is just amazing anyway. <laughs> yeah, love Timmy. Gotta love Timmy, as they call him. You can't go wrong with little Timmy. <laughs> little Timmy, tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Different film. <laughs> and book, yeah. <laughs> Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> um so scotty what have you been gifted this week <laughs> okay um, oh my god so um <laughs> some of you may know my absolute undying love for kfc <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know if it was last week or the week before but basically kfc brought out their very first line of merchandise and it's just in time for Christmas. Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> it ranges from like phone cases, beanie hats, t-shirts, tote bags, and they've even got Christmas jumpers. Do they send um, you it all? No, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> I got sent a bright red beanie hat with a festive print on it that says KFC in big letters. <laughs> Oh my and god! This the jumper I can get away with as being like just a normal jumper, but basically it's just plain black, and on the front of it it says "Always Original." Oh, I like that vibe though. Yeah, so I feel like that I can get away with as your normal everyday jumper. The mm. beanie hat, not so much. <laughs> oh no, what's it like? It's just it's just got like a bobble on it as well, like a red and white bobble, and literally I, you can't hide the KFC. Words on oh my it. God. Well, at least it doesn't have like a chicken drumstick on the top because that would be like the cherry on top of the cake. I mean, they do definitely. They, <laughs> they have a jumper that says, I think it's like Merry Clocking Christmas. Stop. <laughs> oh then, my God. There's even a jumper <laughs> with a bargain bucket on it as well. <laughs> oh my God. That is like, wow. I'm in, I'm, I'm in shock right now. That is amazing. I mean, 2020 is just throwing all sorts of things at us, really. I mean, that is absolutely the highlight. Nothing else can beat uh, KFC Christmas jumper. <laughs> that is the gift of the year. <laughs> so good. I love it. I know. I can't believe it. When it turned up, I was like, what is this? And then I was like, oh, my God. And also in the box, there was a discount code for me to go into KFC and get a meal on them. 
guys, you can't see, but my mouth is just like wide open in shock and jealousy. Maybe I'll use it to treat you to your first ever KFC. And that's a great lockdown rule to have a KFC. No one will know apart from these listeners. <laughs> Maybe we should do like it on YouTube and like start a YouTube channel and document my first KFC experience. That's a good idea. It won't get any views, but you know, this podcast doesn't have any listeners. <laughs> no, we're kidding. We love all 12 of you. Um, <laughs> the 12 of you that we absolutely love and adore. <laughs> oh, goes rot. Die hard fans. <laughs> Die hard fans. We even named them. I think, I, okay, do you know what? I think actually we should maybe do a poll or something or like a question. Okay. Can, whoever's okay. listening, can you please send in ideas of what our fandom should be called? All five of you think pop together and think of something because you know you're important. Um, oh my god! Right, I think we should wrap things up pretty quickly now. The wine's getting to us. Um, so please, we love you all. Um, Scott, do you love them? No, I don't. Of course, I do. Um, yeah, we just want to say thank you guys so much for your support so far. Um, it really means a lot to us. Please keep rating the podcast and leaving comments. And as always, follow the Instagram, which is Wind Down the Podcast, and email us any suggestions or anything you want us to talk about um, at Wind Down the Podcast. Oh, yes, and any feedback because we really want feedback just to know if we're doing a good job or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, email us. Yeah, email us at winddownthepodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.